What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jake's Take Sports Podcast. I'm Jake Furr with the Mansfield News Journal, and we're talking Tigers, talking Tiger football yet again here. Um, I just kind of really think it's important that, you know, we kind of promote the Mansfield Senior Tiger football team, uh, given it it's our hometown team. I'm going to do this every week, um, so kind of get used to it. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy listening here, but we're talking Tigers. Gonna Going to look back on week one um, against Norwalk. And then we're going to look a little bit forward here to uh, North Canton Hoover. Uh, we're going to be there Friday night, um, kicking off the season here at, at Arlen Field. So it should be a fun one. But let's talk about Norwalk a little bit. The Tigers won 41-19. to It was a little bit of a slow start. Um, they Tigers fell behind uh, early 6 to nothing. Uh, before coming back, Ricky Mills had a 44-yard touchdown run to, to take the lead 7-6 at the end of the first quarter. Norwalk tried to control possession the entire first half. I think, um, you know, Mansfield Senior ended up uh, leading 20 to 12 at the half, but I think they averaged like a point and a half per minute per possession. So, so I mean, they, they kind of, they were efficient. The Tigers were efficient and they, they kind of, they scored at will, but they didn't, didn't get very many possessions there in the first half. So, it was a nice, nice little uh, start here to the season. Ricky Mills was was just sensational. He had 83 yards on just nine carries, but four of those carries went for touchdowns. So he kind of made the most of every possession. I talked to Ricky a little bit too, and we'll hear from him later in this podcast, uh, just about kind of taking on that leadership role. And and man, week one he proved that he wants to be the leader of this team, both offensively and defensively. Uh, he you know he was he was awesome on defense again as well. So um, we'll, we'll get get into that a little bit later, but going over some stats from week one, Zion Brown was a nice little uh, surprise for us. Uh, he had 91 yards and on 11 carries, uh, so the, the Tigers kind of established that run, which was exactly what they needed to do um, this year. I think they that was, some, that was a point of emphasis in the offseason was figuring out how to get the run game going. And they got it going there in the in this first game here. Uh, Duke Reese had a really nice uh, performance here in his first start of the year. So two touchdowns. He had 106 yards, 6 of 11 passing, no interceptions, didn't turn the ball over, just exactly kind of what you wanted out of a new quarterback to start the year. So great, great start. Um, defensively, they, the Tigers were amazing. Again, Makai Bradley had 10 tackles, 2.5 went for loss. He had a half a sack. Aaron Thornton kind of had an underrated game, in my opinion. I don't think he really got enough attention for what he did with nine tackles and a tackle for loss. And Ricky Mills with eight tackles with a sack and two tackles for loss. So big-time performance there for these guys. Elias Owens had one-and-a-half sacks, as we said before. Um, Amar Davis had, had two interceptions, so... Just a big, big start for the Tigers here. And I, I sat down with, with Coach Chucky Bradley, um, offensive coordinator Jacob Owens, and defensive coordinator Sean Adams, just to kind of get their thoughts on how the how the kind of the game went, get their thoughts on North Canton Hoover. And then we touched on um, Antonio Standerfer, who was a young man who um, was found deceased, uh, shot. Um, he was a member of the Mansfield Senior Tiger program. Um, he passed away, or he played for the Tigers in 2013, was a two-time All-Ohioan, just a, a tremendous loss for this this program and, and this community, but kind of got their thoughts on, on Antonio and kind of what he brought to the table and, and all that. So take a listen. We'll start off with Chokey Bradley. I'll come back here, then we'll, I'll introduce each one. So here's Chokey Bradley's thoughts on, on week one against Norwalk. What he what he expects out of North Canton Hoover this week, and then uh, we talked a little bit about Antonio. So check this out. So let's talk about the normal game. I kind I got all the stats. I kind of kept up with everything. Looked like they tried to keep the ball away from you guys as much as possible in the first half, but then you guys got loose. So I mean, the second half was a nice nice little turnaround there. Yeah, we we uh, we started slow. Um, I, I felt like you know both um, our offense and defense came out flat. Yeah. And, um, you know, that was something that we had made an emphasis to not do. And uh, and we did it. And so um, they came out, drove the field on this, their first drive. And, and um, you know, they capitalized on the, 
on the pass play on on a Division One corner uh, who, um, you know, got some humble humble pie um, last Friday. You know, you know, it's just it was just um, you know disheartening for me to watch us come out flat like that. You know, and and knowing everything that we had put in in our preparation and, and everything that we had discussed and, and talked about as a team um, and what we wanted to get accomplished um, and for us to come out flat like that uh, was was just, you know, something that I was I was very upset about uh, all the way around, not just one particular person, but right. all the way around uh, in all three phases. I mean, we had a, a kick blocked uh, on our punt team. Um, you know, we... we uh, we, you know, fumbled a couple handoffs from exchanges, quarterback, running back exchange. Um, you know, we gave up a touchdown post. They ran the ball on us well that first drive. Um, it's just a plethora of things that, you know, we did not do well, um, you know, in those first, those first few minutes of the first quarter. Um, but, you know, we regrouped and, and um, you know, we came together. And, you know, we talked about, um, you know, turning it around and responding to adversity and getting back to, you know, who we are, um, you know, Tiger football. And, uh, you know, and it was good to see those guys, you know, respond, um, you know. And, you know, they they did some things well. Um, I just felt like we were way more physical than they were. Right. Um, you know, we were faster than them. We were, we were tougher. Um, you know, we, you know, they probably got a couple guys that might not play this week uh, <laughs> from from a lot of the physical play that was that was brought to them uh, Friday. You know, defensively for sure, but you know, our offensive line opposed their will many, 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 many times uh, on their defensive front and their linebackers. Um, I, I think Amon Thomas probably had three or four different pancakes in one play. He pancaked the defensive tackle into the middle linebacker and dropped them both. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, so it was just stuff like that, man. And, you know, we were able to, you know, get have two running backs, you know, just about run for 100 yards apiece. Yeah. Um, you know, on minimal carries. Um, you know, we didn't get a whole lot of snaps. Um, you know, and then, you know, we were able to get Jameer Petty in the game coming off an injury to, you know, get a little taste of, you know, what, you know, what we need from him. And, and uh, you know, he scored and, you know, they take the score away um, because of a penalty, you know, on our wide receiver, you know, not getting lined up. Um, and so, you know, just a little stuff like that, getting that stuff cleaned up. You know, they took a kickoff return back from us um, on the holding penalty, you know. You know, referees, they – called a game, you know, I don't really want to get into all of that stuff. Um, you know, it was a touchdown and they called it. Um, we had a pick. Amar Davis gets an interception. He returns it back for a touchdown. You know, they called Ricky for a blindside block. Um, you know, very questionable. Very questionable. But, again, they referees and they got a job to do and it's not it's not an easy job, you know. And, and so, you know, I'm not, not going to focus on that. But I just like the way we responded in all, in all, uh, you know, all the phases, um, you know, offensively, you know, we were able to throw the ball. I think threw for over 100 yards. Yeah. Uh, Amar had two touchdown receptions. Uh, he had 80 some yards receiving. Um, you know, we were able to run the ball well successfully. Uh, we won the point of attack. That was one of our emphasis um, offensively. Our own line, we wanted to win the point of attack, uh, and I felt like we did that. Defensively, we were able to make stops when we needed it. I think we had, you know, two or three different fourth fourth down, um, you know, turnover possessions, you know, where we just stopped them. I think one time they were down on the the three or four yard line, and and you know we were able to get the ball back for our offense. Um, you know, so you know after a while we woke up and we were able to play Tiger football. So you know that was good to see. I think the the key thing that I kind of took away from kind of the whole entire statue was you guys didn't turn the ball over. I mean, you didn't have an interception or a lost fumble. I think that's that's got to be very encouraging going going Absolutely. forward. Absolutely. You know, we talk about it all the time of 
uh, winning the, the turnover battle, yeah. you know, on both sides of the ball. You know, not turning it over and creating them on defense. Right. Um, that's something that we did very, very well last season, um, and we want to continue to do that this year. Right. So uh, talk about some key players from, from that game. I, I picked out two. I thought Amar Davis was kind of the – MVP of the entire area. I, didn't, I mean, that, that kid caught everything that was thrown his way, both offense and defense. Absolutely. I mean, how, how huge was he in that game? That Amar, was, Amar Davis, I call him Amar the star. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's, he's a, you know, a, a, a wonderful young man. Um, you know, very, very, very fun to be around. Um, you know, just an unbelievable talent, man. Quick, fast. Um, got great hands does special things with the ball in his hands. Um, you know, he's a two-way guy. He can yeah. play offense and defense. Um, and he's dynamic in the in the return game yeah. uh, with special teams. Um, so, and you know, and he's smart. He's a smart football player. Um, and, and then a lot of people sleep on the fact that, you know, he's physical. Right. Um, you know, he's not a he's not a kid who shies away from, from being physical. He's a physical kid. And, uh, uh, and he wants to win. He wants to be successful. Um, you know, I just hope that, you know, here soon that, you know, some of these colleges can, you know, catch wind of, of you know, Amar Davis's talent and, uh, you know, they can come in here and scoop him, man, and, and we can get him off somewhere because uh, he's very deserving and uh, he's definitely a Division One talent. And then Ricky, what, he had nine carries, four of those went for touchdowns, and then he kind of wreaked havoc on the defensive line too. I mean, he was relentless. Yeah. Does he kind of set the tone for this team? I feel like he's kind of a lead by example kind of guy. Man, he is a lead by example guy. You know, it's, we got we got a few of those. Yeah. Um, you know, Ricky is one of them for sure. Um, and 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 the way Ricky leads by example is 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 you know is, is second to none because you, know, you got to think. You know, the kid had four touchdowns. Um, you know, offensively, and then he turns around and has. I think what two sacks or, or two tackles for losses, two tackles for losses sack, yeah. or something like that, man. And and uh, he stayed in the backfield and they couldn't block him. Yeah. Um, you know, we Saturday we was watching film here of the game and you know we kept saying, Ricky, they was tackling you more on defense <laughs> than they were on offense. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you know, you know, he was giving their defensive line a lot of problems, man, with his speed and uh, you know his his relentlessness to uh, get to the football. So let's transition to uh, Hoover, North Canton Hoover, coming in here. Home opener first off. Just talk about the home opener and just, I mean, how, how exciting is it every year to kind of bring football back to Arlen Field just for another kind of campaign? Yeah. Man, it's a, it's a, it has turned into, um, you know, a really, really big physical brawl type of football game. Like we went up there last year unexpectedly yeah. um, you know they had some unforeseen circumstances we did too yeah. due to COVID and uh, you know we decided on playing each other on a Sunday you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. uh, you know so it was it was uh, put together fast and you know um, we were able to get there and, and you know not really know what to expect man and they had 33 seniors and all of them was playing and and, um, you know, they picked us up, you know what I mean? And they probably, um, you know, overlooked us a little bit and, and, and didn't really, you know, focus on us. They were, you know, probably looking past us to um, that Louisville game, I think, they right. played after us, um, which is maybe like a rivalry for them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we just got on that bus, you know, in St. Mansfield City Schools on the side and, and rode up there, man, with a mission. You know, we had a business trip. You know, we didn't really focus on, um, you know, who they were or how big they were or how many seniors or how many kids they had on the team. You know, we took our 40-some-plus kids up there and, and uh, we played Tiger football. And, and uh, you know, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a, uh, you know, one of those games where you just say, man, everything went right. Everything did not go right. And, uh, you know, but we were able to will our way to – to a win, and we found different ways to win. Um, you know, def the defense got a stop on the goal line, and um, you know, offense did just enough to to get us, uh, you know, 21 points to, to take it away. From. And the 
big plays was was kind of the theme of that. I think you guys had a couple like eighty yard touchdowns. Yeah. Then, then like you said, yeah, I think you had a fumble return for like a really long fumble return in that game yeah. too. Yeah. So I mean, how I, you can't rely on that by any oh. means, but oh. I mean, how how nice is it to maybe hope for a, a big play that could kind of change the complexion of the game like that? Because you got guys who can do it. Well. <laughs> <clears throat> well, we definitely got guys that can do that. You know, we just got to be consistent. Um, we did it last week versus Norwalk. Um, we got to continue to be consistent with that. Um, you know, we understand that, you know, Hoover is, um, you know, doing everything they can to to, to uh, be prepared. And, and uh, they're going to come in here fired up. Uh, we understand they got us circled on, on, the cal- on their schedule. Um, you know, they probably figured they let one get away. Um, they went undefeated in the Federal League. And <laughs> I don't think they lost a game after us until the playoffs. Right. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, that's something that probably sticks out to them. And uh, we understand what this game is going to be for them. And, uh, you know, we're going to definitely make sure it's something that's for us too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we look forward to it. We look forward to it. Brian Bonds, a, a great guy. Um, I know him. You know, I knew him when he was at Fredericktown. I knew him when he was at, you know, Madison. And, uh, you know, he's a great guy, man. So I understand what this is for him. I, and he knows what it is for me. Right. Um, it's going to be a wonderful game. The, the, it's supposed to be 80-something degrees. So yeah. it's going to be a great Friday night uh, football atmosphere. Um, but all in all, man, it's going to be a backyard brawl. Um, you know, tons of physical football being played, you know, in Harlem Field versus them. And I, I'm going to ask you every week, so I might as well ask you again. I mean, keys keys to victory. Is there anything that kind of changes this week uh, compared to last week as far as how to kind of attack these guys and what what is the kind of key to victory for you guys? I honestly think we got to win. We got to win the, the, the battle in the trenches. Yeah. We got to win the trenches on both sides of the ball, uh, offense and defense line. We got to win the trenches. If we can win the trenches um, on both sides of the ball and um, – you know we can we can um, you know be uh, be sound in 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 our you know our special team units. Um, you know I think uh, I think you know we got a, a, a great opportunity man to to uh, to do something special here uh, Friday night. And I'll talk about on um, Antonio Sander for a little bit, former player of yours who we lost. Um, and just what do you what do you remember about that kid? And, and it seemed well, like it seemed like he had a pretty. Pretty good relationship with him when he was a player. Tom, Tom was my guy, man. He was, he was, um, you know, he was well liked by many. You know, by myself, our staff, our program, our school district, our community. Um, you know, he was just a wonderful kid, wonderful football talent, man. Um, he was wonderful to be around, man. He was, he had a, he had a gentle soul. Uh, you know, didn't say a whole lot. Um, you know, I, we would be in here meeting. Um, watching film and on our opponents and different stuff, man. And Tone would always sit right over there in that corner with his thumb in his mouth <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, with no shoes on. And, uh, um, but he was, he was locked in, man. And, you know, he was a leader. You yeah. know, he was one of the leaders of the team, that 2013 team. Um, I think he, he, he probably arguably owns the sack record here. Um, I think he had, I don't know how many sacks that year. Uh, 15, 17, something like that. Uh, it was something ridiculous. But, um, you know, besides the football piece, man, he was just he was just a great kid, man. And, and uh, you know, I had had the opportunity to, to watch Tone grow uh, from his days playing at the Friendly House, uh, you, know, with the, you know, with the Little Tigers and, uh, uh, you know, basketball and then, you know, watching him play middle school football. Um, you know, over at Malabar and, and, and with that class, and I remember going and watching them play uh, Clifford for the for the middle school championship, man. And and, uh, and I knew then that you know they not only was the, that class going to be special, uh, but I knew Tone was going to be pretty special um, in terms of a football player. But um, just what a what a wonderful wonderful kid, man. You know, he never tied his shoes. Uh, he would go out there, man, and just go to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever the team needed him to do, he would do it. Uh, one, 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 one memory of mine is we were playing West Holmes in 13, and we were losing. We came into halftime, and we were struggling, stopping the Ogie and the Perone boys. Um, and 
you know, Tone was a stand-up end for us, and we were struggling down, um, you know, in, the, in between the tackles. And, uh, you know, he just came in, and he was like, Coach, put me down. You know, let me get down here and let me stop this. Uh, I can stop the bleeding. And so we put him down, man. We went out the second half, and they didn't score no more. <laughs> so, you know, that was, that was uh, you know, that was Tone, though. Yeah. You know, Tone was doing anything for anybody. All of his friends, and, you know, Milan and them, it's, it's um, you know, it's devastating yeah. to all of us, to this program, um, to our community, you know what I mean, to, to you know, to his family, um, you know, his mom, Sheikah, uh, wonderful woman, uh, was in our booster club, um, did a lot for us as a team, you know, did a lot for our athletic department over the years, man, and, and, uh, and Tone was her baby. Yeah. So, you know, for someone to take that man's life, you know, it's, it's just tragic. And, uh, you know, it's something that, you know, we will always talk about week in and week out. And, uh, you know, we're going to continue to dedicate this football season to him. Uh, and we know that, you know, each each time we go out, not just in, in the games, but in our preparation, man, he's going to be right here with us because, you know, that was just Tony. He was a football guy. Definitely. Cool. That was head coach Chokey Bradley with the Mansfield Senior Tigers. Um, you know, great points here as as we head into North Canton Hoover. It's going to be a very tough matchup. Um, and I know he's really looking forward to giving his team a test. So let's just take a look at, at the Vikings real quick before we talk to um, Sean, or Sean Adams and uh, Jacob Owens. Um, you know, the, the, the Vikings, they, they played... Um, the Bucktail Griffins last week beat them 35-21 gave up 15 points in the fourth quarter so it's kind of, it was more lopsided than than what the final score was looking at but man they they gave up some some yards on offense 308 total yards uh offensively was allowed they didn't give up a whole lot of rushing yards which which is kind of uh kind of worrying a little bit they only gave up 43 yards on the ground so um, you know, Bucktoe can can throw the ball very well. They they threw for 265 yards. Um, so the defensively looks like the Vikings are pretty stout. Offensively, um, they only had 276 total yards of offense. Had the ball for 33 minutes of the entire game compared to Bucktoe only having it for 13 minutes. So kind of controlled the possession, controlled the clock. They ran the ball 42 times for 159 yards. So they didn't really average a whole lot of yards uh, per carry, but they seemed to kind of get the first downs and grind the clock out and and really uh, really kind of put the pressure on the other team to stop them. Then in the passing game, they were 11 of 15 for 117 yards and three touchdowns. So when they need to throw the ball, they have the opportunity to to make big plays in in this in that game. So um, you know, third down conversions, they were only four of 11, so they didn't, you know, didn't really convert a whole lot on third down. Um, but again, they, they kind of just controlled the possession and, and made, made the most of what they could do. Offensively, I, you know, I was kind of, kind of wondering what this team had that Luke Roach was the uh, leading rusher in the federal league last year, and he had 15 carries, only 59 yards. So he didn't, didn't really hurt Bucktel too much. But the you know Hoover had three guys that ran the ball ten ten or more times, so they kind of spread it around uh, in the run game. AJ Dolph had uh, ten ten carries for sixty five yards. He was kind of one of their most dynamic guys. Uh, Six point five yards per carry had a touchdown. Carson Dryland, uh, Carson Dryland, I'm sorry, was uh, had twelve carries for forty four yards, and Luke Roach fifteen for fifty nine. So. I don't know. It's it's kind of a kind of a tough little defensive scheme thought here. So um, Dryland Dryland actually was the the quarterback as well. So he uh, he he threw for 117 yards on 11 of 15 with three touchdowns, no interceptions, 73 percent. Um, so you know he's he's very consistent, doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, so it'll be it'll be interesting. Mason Ashby was their their best receiver. Had four receptions for seventy-two yards and two touchdowns, so you know they they have a lot of weapons. Uh, but I I think one thing that really stands out to the Mansfield Senior Tiger coaches is the the offensive line of of Hoover isn't as strong as it was last year. Remember this team; these two teams met up last year, 
it was kind of a weird kind of happening how this thing was set up, but both teams kind of lost their opponents due to a COVID situation. And then they met like on, they got on a phone call on a Sunday and decided, Hey, let you know, let's, let's play. Let's just go ahead and play. We'll come to you guys. They, you know, Tigers went up to North Canton and came away with one of the most thrilling victories that I never got to witness. And I'm, I'm still mad about it to this day, but, uh, it was 21-17. The Tigers scored, I think, three touchdowns on 60-plus yard plays and had big plays all over, had big goal line stands. Um, so I think defensively, again, this this will be uh, kind of a big test here. So let's let's hear from defensive coordinator Sean Adams, um, who we also talked to about Antonio Sandifer and got his thoughts as well. But um, just the, the defensive thought going into this game. We'll see how it goes. Defensively last week, I thought you guys were – pretty stout. I mean, obviously some mistakes were made week one, but a couple turnovers and, and kind of held them there in the second half. I think you guys turned it up a little bit. Yeah, it was, it was, I thought it was a good, good game for us. You know, Norwalk's got some tough kids and they're, they're well coached. Uh, you know, we gave up the, the touchdown, Keontes on the post, yeah. and that's just the play he's got to make. And then the second touchdown, we, we didn't do exactly what we were supposed to do. And, and, uh, it resulted in a touchdown, so we're going to address that today. That's one of those discipline things that cost us a touchdown. Right. And uh, so if we want to continue to do that, then we're going to continue to pay the piper. Uh, Amar, coming up with a couple more interceptions, man. I mean, we all, we, we all see what he could do offensively, but I think his defensive game is super underrated. Well, you know, I think what he's done is really improved his tackling. Yeah. He doesn't come up and lambaste you. But he comes up and makes the tackle. Right. And that's why we always tell him, just make the tackle so we can live to play another day. You know, last week is a prime example. You know, La La hustles down on that on that punt line, mm-hmm. hustles down there, and tackles the guy on the eight-yard line, and, and we live to play another day, they don't get any points. Right. So, you know, Amar, is, his tackling is, is – has improved, but he's always been a ball hawk. Right. And you throw it up there, we got a chance, and as you can tell, we have a chance to take it back for a pick six. You guys have watched some film on North Canton Hoover. I mean, how big of a challenge do they present for you guys defensively I mean, with, with kind of the weapons that they have? Well, they, they, that running back seems pretty good. The running good. back is, is very good. Uh, number three is very fast, a little slot receiver. Number 10 is a split end, um, very good. Quarterback is much improved from last year. The the big question mark for for them, I think, is their offensive line. Right. You know, they graduated. I think Choke said thirty five <laughs> seniors, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, most of them, a lot of them were offensive linemen. I think they have one re- one returning. So, you know, I, I think that we hope to to control the line of scrimmage again, like Ricky Ricky loose and. You know, Saimir and, and Tink and Lala and Thornton, Aaron Thornton had a heck of a game last year. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, it was it was fun to see us out there. But, you know, it's it's always going to be fun when we get a chance to play here at Arlen Field. Yeah. Ricky, just, I mean, is he, is he, I mean, obviously I think he's a little bit undersized for a defensive tackle position, but I think he's got a lot more heart than a lot of defensive tackles do in this in this area and he's fast yeah and he's quick yeah. and, and he's got a motor right i mean and i don't know i we were making fun of him during the uh the film on saturday morning that he got tackled more on defense <laughs> than he did on offense right. and, <laughs> and i'll let you put that together oh yeah 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 <laughs> but just watch the film you know he just it, it's hard to block him it's hard to cut him off yeah. so um you know ricky's been with us few years this is his third year starting and he uh, he just goes hard and and makes everybody else go hard and if he gets back there and causes one you know just to slow him up if he doesn't make the tackle we're in good shape right. uh antonio sandifer um he's, he's a guy that you coached here um what two-time all ohioan um and kind of lost a member of the tiger family i mean what did what do you kind of remember about that kid and just kind of what he brought to the table? Because all of, in all Ohio, Mansfield Senior Tiger football players are special. Well, absolutely. You know, that, that was my first two years here. Okay. And, um, you know, the, his senior year, we switched over to a 3-4. Okay. And, um, you know, I think there was, some, there was some kids that were doubters, haters, whatever you want to call it. And, and I remember Tone saying, no, this is what we're going to do. Right. And we're going to do it. 
and he, he was just a silent leader, but then when he needed to get vocal, he got vocal and, and he led this team. Um, so, you know, we, I, I, I told Choke on several occasions the last 11 years, I want to see Tone. Right. Never got a chance to see him. And, uh, you know, he, he, he did a lot for Tiger football, and, and he did a lot for Sean Adams. I mean, how, how tough of a, of a loss is that? Just, I mean, a, a former player, just a kid that you have a ton of respect for. And, and how much does it, I mean, how much of the season is going to be dedicated to him and you guys play kind of in his memory? Well, I think that that's always going to be the case, and we play for all of our, you know, we had had some incidences last year during school year, and, and I think we keep those folks in the back of our mind too. You know, one of them was Coach Bradley's relation and Mo's relation, and, um, you know, I think we keep keep all of our our, our thoughts with people that, that might not be with us, and, and, you know, this is a different place. Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't have to worry about that. Right. And um, we're fortunate that we have great kids. We're fortunate that we have great parents. And, you know, I, I couldn't be happier and more proud than to be part of Tiger Nation. That was Tiger defensive coordinator Sean Adams. Um, big, big time duty here for him this week. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, a very, very tough matchup here again, um, trying to go against this team. Uh, from North Canton, so I, I hope he, uh, you know, I know he's he's got plenty of um, game planning going on here, and he sh- he should be very well prepared. And I think everybody's going to be uh, going to be excited to see what this defense will do here uh, against against North Canton. Switching over to offense here, um, you know, like I said, North Canton didn't give up a whole lot of rushing yards uh, to Bucktel, so I don't know what Bucktel has as far as running backs. Um, and, and with how the Tigers ran the football in week one, you know, I, I think they're going to come out and try and establish the run yet again. They they had a very successful time running the football. They had, you know, 91 yards from Zion Brown, 83 from Ricky Mills, and 17 from Jameer Petty. Amar Davis had a carry for nine yards. So, um, you know, the Tigers have the ability to run the football, and I think they're going to try and test everything out and see how it goes um, here in this first first uh home game of the season talked with jacob owens a little bit about you know what what we can expect from the offense kind of get his thoughts on on how his offense did in week one and and just how things kind of transpired throughout the throughout the game got him got his thoughts on a few guys that that really made an impact in ricky mills and amar davis again um so take a listen to what jo had to say here um as we move into week two so offensively i mean i thought that was that was a pretty good showing last week. I mean, you, you had <laughs> we'll put some music on there. We hit, but we had you guys had what two guys almost hundred yards rushing and then yeah. passing looked pretty well. No no interceptions. So. Yeah, so we were, we were pretty balanced last week. I thought uh, the running game we established our run like we like we talked about. Um, o line came out played very phenomenal for us. They won the line of scrimmage. Very physical. Um, a lot of pancake blocks. What you'd like to see. Right. Um, so I was happy with it, you know what I mean? Very balanced, like you said. We threw the ball for 100, we ran for almost 200. So that's what you want in your offense. You want to be balanced and well-rounded. Well, during the, what, the first half, you guys averaged like a point and a half per minute that you had the that you had the ball or something like that, per snap, I think. You, did, you didn't even have the ball, but like yeah, six so minutes. I, I looked at halftime, and <laughs> we only had the ball for six minutes, and we had 20 <laughs> points. I was like, wow, it's it's pretty good, boys. Let's keep going. But uh, that's our offense. You know, we can we can score fast. Um, and we can also put a drive together. So being uh, flexible in that aspect is good. But it had to be good to see efficiency too. Yes, I mean, you guys were kind of yes. able to do a lot of different things. Yeah. So when we first came out, our first two drives we kind of stalled. But after that, we got it rolling a little bit, and we got a nice little groove. And once that happened, man, we're dangerous. Yeah. We're dangerous. What, what was the switch in the second half? Was it just more possessions? Yeah, just more guys? possessions. We got we got the ball coming out of uh, halftime. Um, so we, we started off with a score, and then just our defense got tightened up a little bit more and got stops, and good for them. That's good for us, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so so um, kind of not offensive game plan because you don't want to give away too much, but what, what do you see maybe working a little bit for you guys this week, or is it kind of uh, just We're, we're going to focus on ourselves. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna keep keep getting better at what we do and, and our philosophy as an offense. Um, they're a very good opponent. Uh, 
very solid defense. Uh, watched a lot of film yesterday and today. Uh, we, we have a good game plan for them, and, and we respect our opponents, you know what I mean? But yeah. at the end of the day, it comes down to what the Tigers can do. Right. So, I mean, you, what, what the Tigers can do is get the ball to Mar Davis a few times. I mean, yeah. that, that kid is something special. I mean, you, it, I feel like he's like a, just a firecracker just waiting to, to go off every time. He yeah, he's one of those kids where if he has the ball in his hands, he can make plays happen. Yeah. Um, I like to call it speed and space. Yeah. Um, he, he is fast. He can catch. He can run it. Um, we move him around, do some good things, but he's an athlete, man. He can, when he has the ball, anything can happen. Did you guys run the the trick play the first first no. play of the season like you did last? No, year? no, we didn't. <laughs> we stayed away from the trick play, man. Uh, he he uh, he did his thing at wideout. We did uh, move him around a little bit, but not not this year. <laughs> then Ricky, I mean, he only ran the ball nine times, but. Four of those went for touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of grown man stuff. Right? Yeah, Ricky Mills is, is a, a great a great kid, man. He he showed his, his worth. He he's worked hard the last couple of years at, at getting better at running back. He's gotten a lot faster, physically stronger. Um, yeah, he's a great kid, man. And, and once he has the ball in his hands, he's another kid where he can make anything happen, man. And it doesn't take you much at all. Did you kind of see him maybe over the summer just kind of take that? running back position kind of personally and to, to kind of want to be the guy? Well, I think last year he took some st- steps that way uh, last year for us, being that guy that wanted to be wanted to have the ball and be the running back that we know he could be. Um, and then this summer, like like I said, he just took off with the weight room stuff, the extra training, running, um, and all that. Like we, we give our kids the opportunity to make plays. and You know what I mean? If you take, if you take hold of it, it's your job, you know what I mean? So he did that. He stepped up, and he's a leader for this bunch. Um, so, yeah, he, he's the guy right now. Did you kind of see maybe the confidence level in your in your group, your offensive group? Did you see that raise oh, throughout yeah. that game? Oh, yeah. So that's the one. That's the biggest thing for me is, is for the kids to have fun. Yeah. And, uh, and confidence comes with having fun, man. You score touchdowns, and you celebrate, and everybody's having fun flying around. That's, that's the biggest thing. And, Football is supposed to be fun. High school football is the best memory you could ever have. Right. And those kids are making memories, man, and, and having fun with it. So that's the biggest thing for me is confidence and having fun. That was Mansfield senior offensive coordinator Jacob Owens, who did one heck of a job in week one. you got to give him credit for everything that, that he did there to, to prepare his team, put his team in in the position to, to be successful and and, uh, you know, just kind of teach execution. I think that's the one thing that he will look back on in that week one game, given how it was week one. And it's, you know, everybody still has some rust. Kids are just getting their kind of first varsity experience. I think I think you would say that the Tigers executed very well. Uh, only turned it over one time. I think it was on kind of a fumbled handoff. I think it was, uh, you know, a zone read where, the quarterback was trying to pull it. The the running back was trying to pull it, and, and it kind of got away from him there. So it was a kind of a fumble lost. Um, but I think execution wise, uh, he's he's probably thrilled with with how the Tigers did, especially the limited possessions uh, and being able to score on all those possessions. I think he was really happy with how everything went. Um, my MVP of of week one, I, I'm going to give it to Ricky Mills. I know Amar Davis had. Uh, one heck of a game with a couple touchdowns, two interceptions, um, and, and we kind of expect that out of him just just about every week. That that's how good he is. But Ricky Mills is my Week One MVP uh, for the Tigers, just because the you know Mansfield Senior wanted to come out and establish a run game. They didn't run the ball very well last year. They wanted to come out and kind of create a new identity, be two dimensional on offense and and Mills gave that to him uh last week he had four touchdown runs um and you know I, I mean he was just sensational he, he ran it had touchdown runs of 44 yards eight yards five yards and nine yards and he had two that in the second half when everybody's tired and he kind of just found another gear to kind of put that game on ice um but this kid, he's been he's been so fun to watch. Uh, he's a running back, and then he then he goes right over to I mean, running back is arguably the most difficult offensive position on the field. I mean, you're taking hits, you're blocking for your quarterback, uh, taking hits just about every single play, 
trying to run the run the ball down everybody's throat, make things happen, kind of have that pressure on you to make plays. But then he goes over to possibly the the toughest defensive position in a defensive lineman, a defensive tackle of of all things. I mean, as a as a running back, a defensive tackle, uh, the the kid is just. Uh, Chucky Barrett Bradley, you heard him call him relentless. Uh, he, he's such a great, great kid, great player. Um, and, and the the mental change that he went through over the summer is, is something that cannot be overlooked. I mean, he, he sat down at the end of his junior year um, and just kind of took personal inventory of himself. Uh, you know, he, he had a great junior season. There, there's no doubt about that. He led the Tigers to a 9-3 and record, had a playoff win, uh, he had 314 yards on uh, with six touchdowns, 24 receiving yards and a score. So offensively, he was he was dynamic. He was a playmaker. Then defensively, he had 61 tackles. 11 and a half of those for, went for a loss, with five sacks and two fumble recoveries. So you don't get very many two-way players here at, at senior high. You have so many athletes on that team that you know you can find a spot for them anywhere. They can play multiple positions. They can. You know, and, and there's so many of them that you can you can afford to have one-way players. But Mills is one guy that that the Tigers do not want to have come off the football field, and he he never does. He hardly ever does. He was a second-team All Northwest District player in Division Three, a first-team All Ohio Cardinal Conference player, and he was a News Journal um, defensive. He was on the News Journal All Defensive Team. Um, and rightfully so. The kid is the kid is very very good, and he's he might be even better this year. That that's that's what the scary part is. Just the attitude that he takes into kind of being a leader on this team. It's his senior year, so he wants to go out with a bang. Um, he he kind of just he takes takes this leadership role very serious, but he's not one of those vocal guys who's going to get in your face and yell at you um, and yell at a teammate or anything like that. He's going to be one of those guys who. Who goes out and and gives every single possible ounce that he has, and then he might go back to a player and be like, you know, see this this is what you have to do. That's exactly what you have to do. You have to try and bust through the line, and if you don't, you have to chase down the ball carrier. And if it's 15, 20 yards down the field and you get it, so be it. That's what you have to do. So he's he's one of those lead by example kind of guys, and. And the one thing that he in the off season when he when he was taking his personal inventory of himself he you know he he was upset he doesn't have a, a college offer right now he doesn't have a, a college football scholarship offer yet uh, and I say yet because I think it's coming I think he could be a, a very good Division two maybe a a low Division one player but um, you know I, I I I just like what this kid has mentally and and just the dedication that he has to the game and and getting better so I I sat down and talked to Ricky I got his thoughts on everything and I think you want to listen to this part Ricky's a Ricky's a pretty good kid so take a listen to what he had to say here before we get into week two I talked to coach Bradley and you know he he considers you like a lead by example kind of guy yeah Um, I mean how how much do you just kind of come into each week of preparation just kind of say hey guys follow me this this is what we're doing right so um each week it's kind of i'm not i don't really speak a lot i kind of just lead by example yeah. i don't really come to the guy and say hey we gotta you know cop makai bradley like he's more of the the leader as in like speaking wise mm-hmm. but uh when it comes to just doing the right stuff that's where mental like try not to do the wrong plays and stuff and make sure I'm on time. And that's where I come in apart, just make sure everyone's just following what I do. So that's how I lead. And in the, in the summertime, it seemed like you kind of took the next step. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of not changed your dedication because you've been dedicated this whole time, but it seemed like you kind of ramped it up a little bit more. I mean, what did you kind of approach the summer like? Um, I was just approached it as I don't have any offers or anything like that and just trying to get to the next level to play college football and stuff so I, I was really dedicated lifting and off season, off season and stuff but I realized like I got to put my absolute all into it and able to have other coaches see potential in me so I got to absolutely do my 110% to do the best I can so I can go to college and play football. 
So. How'd you feel week one win? I mean, nine week carries one. and four touchdowns, man. That's that's crazy. I know. It's, <laughs> you know, whenever they need a touchdown, we're down in the red zone. They're like, give her ball. And I really liked having the coaches, uh, the high expectations mm-hmm. they did for me. Yeah. And saying they had to, like, believe in me to get those touchdowns. So whenever they gave me the ball, I knew they needed a touchdown. So that's one what I wanted to go and do for them. So. I mean, what, what did you kind of see out there? I mean, was it just – was it an offensive line thing or did you kind of make things happen? How, how did how did everything – four touchdowns and nine carries is just, it's just uh, crazy. It was more O-line. They really had a lot of aggression in that game. They just went out and just did their absolute best. Uh, Kai and um, Leo did really good blocking for me yeah. when we were in uh, pro heavy, pro and con heavy. So it's a lot to them, a lot of good blocks that I got. And just pure nonstop, like hard work. I'm gonna get there. I wanted it more than they did, so right. that's basically what it came down to. Um, and then on on defense, I mean, you, it's it's kind of a, a rarity to see like a full time two way player at, at senior high. I mean, you guys mm-hmm. have you guys have multiple athletes all over the place, and I mean, there's tons of spots to fill. But I mean, you're you're going from one of the toughest offensive positions to probably the toughest defensive position. Right. <laughs> it's it's insane because like when you look at me people are like oh what do you play in uh in football like what's your position and i'm like well i played d tackle and they're like mm, for jv freshman varsity and it's like oh so how'd you do this season i did pretty good yeah not too bad so when they look at me i weigh probably 181 pounds five six and a half five seven and then it's just pure dedication hard work when you're my size trying to get to the ball playing D-tackle, so. And you and you did well. I mean, Coach, yeah. Coach Bradley said, he was like, man, they, they tackled you more when you played yeah. defense than when you played offense. Yeah, and, every time they're holding me, <laughs> I kept yelling at the rest. I'm like, man, he's holding me. He's tackling me. Like, I can't do anything. Right. And people say, like, we well, are getting washed down. I'm like, there's nothing. Really. <laughs> yeah. they, they weigh, like, 350 sits-sits right. or sits-foot, sits-two. Man, it's hard to get back outside once you're going so flat into the A or B gap and yeah. trying to get back outside. It's really tough. And once they have like that low momentum on me, yeah. you kind of get washed down a little bit, but they're also tackling me. They're not. So talk about North Canton Hoover. You played in the game last year. Mm-hmm. That was that was a wild game. You guys had multiple long touchdowns, a bunch of turnovers, right. big defensive stands. I mean, is, is this week still kind of just focusing on – the Tigers, or are you guys preparing for them quite a bit, too? Uh, we're preparing for them. So as soon as Norwalk is over, they're, that's done with. We're not worried about any other team but North Canton right now. Okay. We're not worried about a West Holmes, a Massillon. We're worried about North Canton. So today we're going to get into a lot of film, a lot of preparation. It's mental right now. Like, the coaches have been telling us a lot. Of, we have the best talent around. Right. It's all mental to us if – Mental errors gotta go away. Right. No penalties, no anything like that. If we do that and we go out there and then just play Tiger football and play good defense, make a lot of touchdowns, have fun, we're gonna go out and, you know, put a little something on North Canton. But they're a really good football team, yeah. so yeah. we're taking it very, very serious. Like a it's a playoff game or a state championship game. So we're practicing really hard for that. Awesome. That was senior running back defensive tackle. I know it's a crazy, crazy little combination, Ricky Mills. Uh, just a sensational kid, man. He's he's so much fun to sit down and talk to. Um, you know, I, I had the Richland 200 rankings out this year and, and had him at number 50. I had just so many All-Ohioans coming back, and I think I had like 42 All-Ohioans coming back. And and uh, me and me and Ricky kind of had a, a playful little back and forth there of, of his ranking. And, and uh, you know, the, the kid is – he's sensational. He's going to be a very, very good player here this year, and I think he's going to have a bright future in football. So keep an eye on this guy. Friday night – um, he's going to be one of those guys who wants to make a difference and want to, wants to leave his fingerprints on this game. So North Canton Hoover comes into to Arlen Field, um, a big-time matchup. 
I think this could be one of those games that, that propels the senior high Tigers, just like it did last year. I mean, they it was the third game of the year. They came away with a very dramatic win um, that not a lot of people thought they were going to get. I don't know how many doubters the Tigers have this year. I, I think they have a lot less than they do than they did last year coming into this one. So should be a very fun game. I'm very excited to, to come out here. Jake's take kind of keys to this game, um, and, and I think Coach Bradley touched on them a little bit, um, just the, the, the play in the trenches. Um, you know, I think the Tigers feel like they can take advantage of Hoover's kind of inexperienced offensive line. Um, and they have, and the Tigers have the defensive line to to do that, and they, I think they're going to be able to blitz on the on this team quite a bit. I don't know if this offensive line is going to be able to pick up the Tiger blitz with all these linebackers they have in Leo Hess, Makai Bradley, just very very good kids. Aaron Thornton, I mean that's that's about as good as a as a linebacker core as you're going to get. So watch for that. I think that that's going to tell the tale of the game there. I think offensively the Tigers are going to be just fine. They're going to be able to kind of mix everything and, and run the football, throw the football, get the get the playmakers in some space. Um, and I, I think a kid who's going to have a very big bounce back week this week is Keontes Bradley. I think you're going to hear his name quite a bit on both sides of the ball. I, I predict a couple, I'll predict an interception and maybe a couple receiving touchdowns for this kid. I know he was disappointed after last week. So I think he's going to come out here with a little bit extra fire under his belt and be ready to go. So uh, I hope to see you all there at Arlen Field on Friday night. It's going to be a great game. Um, you know, there's there's plenty of seats in there, so let's pack that place. Uh, you know, we, we have one more week until the Maslin week. I hope that's a, that's a huge turnout. But this week, let, let's show the Tigers some love here and, and, and pack these, these stands. I think it'll be a fun night. So until next week, we'll, we'll see you guys out there uh, Friday night. I'll be at another game Saturday night in Lucas. Uh, we've got, got a weekend full of football. So hope to see you guys at a game or two. And I uh, hope you have fun out there and, and uh, continue to support these awesome athletes of Richland County. That's the Jake's Take Sports Podcast talking Tigers this week. We'll see you guys next week.